You're listening to Thrive with Karina Grueling, a personal health and life design podcast for the modern everyday woman. Tune in and get inspired on how to thrive in your body and life. This is your host, Karina Grueling. Thanks for tuning in today. And it's going to be about how you can support your body with Ayurveda when you stop the birth control pill or other hormonal contraceptive methods. And I'm going to show you different ways to support your body in this process. But before we get right into it, I invite you to discover my Home and Thrive online program for women. We will embark on the journey to balance your hormones together. And I hope that after the 20 weeks, you will feel much, much better. You will be able to understand your hormonal complaints and you will be able to classify your symptoms better. And above all, you will have learned how to get a grip on them, how to really feel well again. And that is my wish for all participants in the program. And I'm very, very sure that it will help you that after these 20 weeks, you will be really completely in a different position. Yeah, than you were at the beginning of your journey. And that is my goal. And I would like to accompany you on this journey. But now let's tune into today's topic, how you can support your body with Ayurveda when you come off hormonal contraception, like the birth control pill. So there are numerous contraceptive methods that use synthetic hormones to influence your body and thus prevent pregnancy. But simply these methods disrupt the communication between our brain and our ovaries. So normally what happens is that through hormones from the hypothalamus, the brain controls the hormones from the pituitary gland, which in turn communicates with our target endocrine glands. And this sophisticated system is overridden by hormonal contraception. So the pill doesn't regulate your hormones, it shuts them off completely. So when I came off the pill in my mid-20s after taking it for nearly 10 years, I was surprised about how much more libido I had and how much more I felt my body's needs. And more and more women are interested in the advantages and disadvantages of hormonal contraception and at some point decide to stop taking it. And the problem is that our bodies are learning to rely on synthetic hormones. So after stopping hormonal contraception, our body sometimes finds it difficult to do all the work by itself again. So therefore, many women face various health challenges after stopping hormonal contraceptive methods or pills. Yeah. So it is often the case that the menstrual problems that were present before the hormonal contraceptive come back after stopping it. And in some cases, new symptoms can even appear. However, there are various ways to support your body and naturally regulate hormone levels after you stop taking the pill. And I'm also going to share about my own experience with hormonal contraception. And it might sound very strange, but today I'm very, very thankful to my body that I had such big problems after coming off the pill. But it was a process, a very challenging and difficult time with many ups and downs. So I know exactly what my clients go through when they come off hormonal birth control. 
My life really has turned 180 degrees after coming off the pill. And I'm really glad it happened that way. Because otherwise, I would not be working with Ayurveda today. No, I wouldn't be teaching Ayurvedic nutrition and lifestyle habits. And I wouldn't have created my online group program for Women, Home and Thrive yeah, to pass on my knowledge. And when I came off the pill, I really struggled with skin issues like I never had before. No, on my face, on my chest, on my neck. And I was also suffering from extreme mood swings and deep sadness for months. Yeah, my cycle was quite irregular. It was quite short. And my bleeding was really heavy. And at that point, I had already stopped seeing gynecologists for my hormonal problems. And it was always yeah, just one recommendation that they gave me. You know? So take the pill as long as you don't want to have children. And for me, it was obvious that something was wrong with my hormones and that I wanted to find natural solutions. And Ayurveda for women is really great to support the cycle naturally. So I took it into my own hands and I found um, very good teachers and practitioners in Ayurveda. And Ayurveda is really one of the oldest healing methods in the world. And I was able to balance everything within four months with Ayurveda that I had not managed to do in one and a half years before. No, so if you would like to stop taking the pill and stop using hormonal contraceptives, there are really ways in which you can support yourself naturally and holistically before or after weaning. Yeah, so I really would like to share some of the, the top tips yeah, that um, I got yeah, and um, that I applied and that were very helpful for me. So let's talk about your gut health and hormonal contraception. So your intestinal health is of particular importance for a harmonious menstrual cycle on several levels. Yeah, so let's take an Ayurvedic look at why gut health plays such a important, an important role in the cycle. So from a modern perspective, we look at why the gut needs special attention after stopping the pill. So the body in Ayurveda is best understood when we divide it into structures and functions. Yeah, so tissues, for example, give our body structure, which we will discuss later. Yeah, so we want to take a closer look at the functions. And functions means our physiology. Yeah, so for example, how our body should function normally. And in other words, Physiology is the description of the normal, natural, biochemical and biophysical functioning of our organism. And physiology is described much more simply in Ayurveda than in modern medicine. Yeah, substances such as hormones, which among other things control our physiology, were not yet known in Ayurveda. And in Ayurveda, we always describe our physical processes with vata, pitta, and kapha. And you may already notice vata, pitta, and kapha, um, these dosha, yeah, these constitution types, these body-mind types are so much more than that. Yeah? So each constitution type, dosha, body-mind type has a different seat in our body and influences our physiology accordingly. So each dosha even has several, we say, sub 
doshas that are assigned to different places in our body. And one of these subdoshas is vata, of vata is apana vata. And this one is located in the pelvis, in the urinary organs, here in the large intestine and in the reproductive organs. And the functions that apana vata affects are the reproductive function and also the excretory function. Yeah? And now we have arrived at the crucial point. So from an Ayurvedic point of view, we always influence our elimination and digestion at the same time as the reproductive organs, because both are controlled by apanavata. And if you want to stop taking the pill and switch to natural contraception, you should pay special attention yeah, to your gut health. So it's a good thing that Ayurveda has always seen digestion as a central point for health. And we can ther therefore, you know, we can really fall back on a wide range of tips in, uh, from Ayurveda. So with a, with a balanced Ayurvedic diet, you give your body everything it needs to bring itself back into balance when you stop taking hormonal contraception. And the basics of Ayurvedic nutrition, and especially for um, Apanavata, is eat warm meals, drink plenty of fluids, ideally warm. Yes, and I highly recommend drinking hot or warm water between your meals. And if you have a vata-related uh, digestion, yeah, so you might suffer from food intolerances, from constipation, from cramps, yeah, maybe you have a very sensitive digestion, then you really need to avoid very dry foods such as bread, rice crackers, or raw vegetables as they dry out even more. It's also important that you eat regular meals at regular times. Yes, you should avoid stimulating drinks such as alcohol, caffeine, coffee, yeah, and that you eat um, whole foods, yeah, unprocessed meals whenever possible. And make sure you get enough sleep. Sleep is crucial for hormonal balance. So eat as many vegetables and plant-based foods as possible because this also increases the fiber consumption and it also promotes a better bowel movement. So from a modern point of view, we are beginning to understand what impact the pill has on the intestines. And of course, much more research needs to be done in this area. And it has been shown that hormonal contraception has a negative effect on our intestinal permeability permeability. <laughs> I, I think my pronunciation is not very good. <laughs> so, and this is really the worst case. It's a worst case then when it leads to leaky gut syndrome. Yeah. So the nutrient, the nutrients can therefore not be properly, uh, properly processed and absorbed. And this is really fatal because if this happens, then you suffer from various nutrient deficiencies. And there's also connection between the diversity of our gut microbiome and the levels of androgens in our bodies. Yeah? So androgens are hormones like testosterone that are also produced in women. So androgen levels are affected by hormonal birth control methods. So when you come off the pill, 
you need to watch out for the following symptoms because they indicate that your gut really needs some support. So when you have gas, when you have foul smelling stools, when you suffer from constipation, when you suffer from irritable bowel syndrome, when you have increased food sensitivities, and when your bowel movements are less than uh, once per day. So now let's talk about the influence of hormonal contraception on the liver. So we don't necessarily think of the liver first when it comes to our hormone health, but it is no less important than our digestion. So when coming off the pill, it is particularly important to take care of the liver as well. So sex hormones such as estrogen and testosterone, growth hormones, and also our blood sugar regulators, insulin and glucagon are broken down in the liver. And thyroid hormones or vitamin D, on the other hand, they are first activated in the liver. So many know that the liver plays a role in breaking down drugs. And this also applies to hormonal contraception, such as a pill. And if this is supplied every day, the liver also has a task of processing the substances every day. And that's pretty much extra work, right? So I think you agree here. So when you come off the pill, it's also often important that you do a detox. So intrahepatic um, cholestasis means the liver has trouble making bile. And the bile in turn is very important for processing fats in our intestines. So the, um, the pill has been linked to this condition. It has been shown that after stopping the pill, more bile is produced again. So the liver also produces sex hormone binding globulin, which is responsible for binding excess hormones. So when we are on the pill, our body produces more um, sex hormone binding globulin to protect us from the pill's synthetic hormones. And after stopping the pill, the values decrease after a while. However, there's even a debate as to whether levels will ever return to pre-pill levels. And why is this problematic? So SHBG also binds testosterone and testosterone is extremely important for our libido. And for many women, it only suffers while taking it, but sometimes even years after stopping the pill. So you find several posts on my Instagram about balancing testosterone levels and how you can find out if you have too little or if you have too much of this hormone. And I find it exciting at this point that all of the consequences mentioned above in relation to the liver have something to do with conversion, with fire. And in Ayurveda, of course, this relates to Pitta. And here we can find further connections. And yeah, for those of you who already know Ayurveda, we dive a little bit deeper now into the Ayurvedic teachings. And I have already mentioned the different tissues, yeah, of which there are seven in total for each constitution type dosha. Yeah. So some of the tissues still have sub-tissues, and almost every tissue produces tissue-specific waste. So blood tissues um, is our second tissue, and it's closely um, associated with pitta. 
and the corresponding waste material from the blood tissue is in turn the bile, yeah, so which has already been discussed above. So just as a panavata is a subdosha of pitta, ranchaka pitta is a subdosha of pitta. And this is located in the liver, which is why pitta is also closely associated with our liver. So we can therefore positively influence our liver in the long term with a pitta balancing diet. Yeah, so some tips that you can already implement before and while you stop taking the pill is incorporate turmeric and cardamom into your diet. Yeah, so eat more cruciferous vegetables. Work with bitter teas. Go for dark green leafy vegetables and find techniques to relax during stressful periods. This all will support your liver. And there are few other points when it comes to um, accompanying a harmonious weaning of the pill. So for example, the nutrient supply of or the adrenal glands. Yeah, so with the support of the digestion and the liver, you already do a lot for your body and help with the adjustment of coming of hormonal contraceptives. So you learn more about a pitta-friendly diet in my upcoming Easy Ayurveda Detox that starts on April 19th. And I will share more information soon. So also check out my Instagram to learn more about the FAM method for natural birth control. So I had an interview with an expert and you find our talk in the reels. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and you got some initial inspiration on how to get off hormonal contraception in a healthy way. Thanks for joining in today. To learn more about the Thrive Podcast or to get involved in Karina's growing community and online courses, visit karinagrueling.com. Remain committed to intentional choices that help you grow and thrive in your body and life because you're worth it.